Hello. Is this thing on? Hello. (laughs) And welcome back to another episode. Another. We got past one. I'm proud of us. Another. We're on five or something now. Another episode of Bruise Clues. Amazing. I am Mel. And I'm Lisa. And we're excited to talk about crime with you today. Um, We usually start the show with the case, the story, what happened, and then we take a break and crack open a beer, Um, and then we go into total shit-talking. Yeah. I don't know what to call it. Just trash everybody. I mean- Talk about people being trash humans. Talk about theories. That's the portion of the show we have no references (laughs) and don't- We act like we know. We know nothing. We don't know. We know absolutely nothing. But we try not to offend anyone except the piece of shit who did the crime. Those people should be offended. They are a target every time. So I'm offended by their existence. Correct. Same. So, okay. Well, let's get started. So Lisa's got our story today and I'm super excited. I have no idea what she's going to talk about. Yes. Okay. Mine is very clip heavy and I'm sorry if you hear my stomach growl because I just downed a bag of chips and it just growled. And I think it's like, (laughs) listen, now you're drinking beer. Can you just give it a beat? (laughs) So uh, it's very clip heavy. I think I have in total... Let me see how many clips. I have about 13 clips or so, but they're, we'll get through it. A lot of them are shorter. Yeah, we'll get through it. Um, I'm excited. It's just so crazy to me. A clip say a thousand words. Exactly. It's I think that's what people say. No, no one Get it on a that. shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and also, the date is in question. Like, I've heard this is December 23rd. I've heard it was on Christmas Day. Oh, so, Christmas I am story. not sure. It's, a, it's the original Christmas story. Ooh. Really? <laughs> no. Oh, God. <laughs> not like, with Ralphie or anything, but there is the... shooting and guns. So, oh. And there is shooting an eye out. Okay. So I'm I'm all right. I'm intrigued. You so got yeah. me. You got me with shooting an eye out. Now I'm like, shooting I got to know out. everything. <laughs> OK. <laughs> <laughs> so it was December 23rd or 25th, 2006. Ryan Waller and Heather Kwan have just moved into their first place together a month and a half ago. They were likely excited about the upcoming holiday, decorating, making plans with families, everything you do around Christmas, watching a Christmas story. They lived with a roommate, Alicia, who was not home this afternoon. The doorbell rang and Ryan went to answer it. Two men were on his doorstep, later identified as father-son duo Richie and Larry Carver. When Ryan went to close the door, Richie, who was the son, put his arm inside and shot Ryan twice in the head. Assuming he died, they moved into where Heather was sitting on the couch and shot her because they didn't want to leave any witnesses. Richie and his father then took a computer and some weapons from the home. Three days later, we're assuming, or a couple days later, it's now December 26th, Ryan's father grew worried when he hadn't heard anything from Ryan. It's Christmas. Christmas comes and goes without a phone call from your son you're expecting to see. Uh, Heather's family as well did not hear from her. It was expected he'd be over to celebrate Christmas Christmas with his family, and to not hear anything at all was odd. So his parents drove by the apartment, couldn't get in, they knocked on the door, nobody answered called police the roommate must have been away for christmas because she hasn't been back during this whole time and i didn't hear anything else about her when police arrived they discovered heather dead on the couch 
But amazingly, Ryan was still alive and wandering what? around. What? He was just walking around the house oh with my. Heather dead on his couch. Like, confused, right? Confused. Oh, my god! Sleeping on and off just in a what daze. What a nightmare. Okay. Yeah. That's horrific. So he became suspect number one. Right. Somehow, because they just see a dead girl on the couch, yeah. and, he's and he's not calling anybody. You're just at your at your house, living your life. So yeah. that's weird. So police handcuffed him, brought him in. There Did were visible get a medical attention. No medical attention. Nothing. Okay. There were visible injuries to his face, which you will see in the clips, and everybody else is just going to hear the clips. But you can look them up. I'm going to let you know where to find it. Um, or even just look up a picture of his face. He has the mug shots taken, and it's awful. So there were the visible injuries to his face, his eyes swollen shut, everything. Uh, Before they were interviewing him, they also took 43 pictures of his face and wounds, so it's not like they didn't notice he wasn't hurt. He was hurt. So I'm going to play a few clips when they brought Ryan in and started questioning him. I took the clips from the YouTube channel Explore With Us, It's titled The Haunting Case of Ryan Waller. The interrogation begins with the detective asking Ryan if he knew why he was there. He shakes his head no. The detective then asks if he's seen the TV show Cops or any other TV show involving police or lawyers. This is his response. I don't know what happened, okay? So I'm going to read you something to make sure you understand your rights, okay? Basically, I'm going to read you. You've seen Cops before, right? Ever seen a TV show Cops or CSI or anything like that? Okay. Never seen that? No. You've never seen any kind of cop show? Lawyer show? Any kind of show? Yeah. Okay. 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 So tell me what you're seeing. Like, does he look... He looks disturbing. I mean, he looks injured severely. Mm -hmm. He looks confused really dazed frankly mm-hmm. i i'm confused honestly mm-hmm. i really am i mean he he looks severely injured um he doesn't have any shoes on no i noticed that he's too he's wearing like a white jumpsuit and that may be something that they gave him but i'm really confused about that like yeah i'm guessing they gave that to him to wear i don't I know what don't was i don't know why there, I don't know. I'm really confused. I don't know what was wrong with the clothes, but yeah, he um, he just looks visibly uncomfortable. He's he has his moving knees. around a lot. He's, you could see he doesn't have shoes on because he picks his feet up onto the chair and yeah. his knees are up at his chest, he's like shifting. how you how you don't feel good, like you yeah. want to curl up into he's a ball. He's touching his head. He's like yeah, not his face, but the back of his head. He touched the back of his head, like just yeah. He didn't look like he felt good at all. Yeah. Okay. Here is the next one. What's the um, highest grade you went through school? I don't know. I don't know. You don't know what the highest grade you went through? Eighth. Did you, eighth grade? Did you graduate? Yeah. Did you, do you have a GED? I don't know. Wow. Okay, so again, with the, he's just confused. He just he doesn't. You can you can tell he's not making eye contact. I mean, obviously he's injured in his eyes and he's staring off. Um, and I think he genuinely is thinking, but he just can't place the answer mm-hmm. at all. 
I he think just, he probably made it higher than eighth grade, but he just doesn't know anything. He doesn't right now. know. I mean, I truly believe that. He's yeah. just sitting there thinking. Uh-huh. Oh. This so is the hard detective to watch. is confused. Ryan's confused. Yeah. The interrogation gets nowhere. At this point, I think the detective is probably think he's hiding something and just being evasive, like just not cooperating, maybe. I guess I can see that, but I can't get past his face. Looks so giant. I mean, looking at his body language and hello, there's holes in his face. Oh my gosh. I don't know. It's just. I can't even look at it. It's like so messed up looking. Oh, I know. It's, It's hard. So the detective next starts asking about Ryan's girlfriend and to see what he remembers. Here is his response to that. Do you have a girlfriend? Mm. No. You know, you know a girl named Heather? Mm-hmm. You know Heather's last name? Mm-hmm. What is Heather's last name? Um, the one that lives there right now? I guess, I don't know. If her name's Heather, what's her last name? Um, I don't know which name she's trying to use as her last one. She's trying to have a real last as her nickname, so I don't know. What nickname does she go by? She probably wants the last name, Kaiman. Kaiman? How would you spell that? With a K or a C? K. Keep going. I don't know. Wow. All right. So now all of that, there's a few things in that one. I don't know what name she's trying to use as a last one. And she's trying to real last other nicknames, he says. At what point do you stop the interview and say something's off? His words are jumbled. Exactly. He's not making sense. He's, He's not, not trying to hide sentences. anything. He's not making sense. Something is wrong. Something's clearly off. And I know hindsight is twenty twenty, but I feel like even not knowing what we know, it's just off. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's pretty obvious. Alarm bells everywhere. The kid is not with it. I mean, even drug test him. If right. that's what you think, like yeah, there's get something him to medical folks. Yes. let them deal with it, or Stop. see if you know concussion or yeah. And you can can you can you know delay an interview for medical attention. I just don't even understand like the eyes. I just how could you pass by that and could put a, sit him in a room somewhere instead of a hospital room? Right, have nobody check out all of his wounds. Yeah, um, and I guess maybe they. The, to me, I guess because the vi- the video isn't super clear. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't like it's a surveillance um, camera, right? Mm-hmm. In a, an interrogation room, so you don't see like straight on. He's not like sitting in front of you and me. But I would say that. You could maybe from this angle misconstrue those injuries to look like he's been in a fight, but I'm not sitting right in front of him. Uh I mean, it's clearly bloodied all over. I don't know. This is very disturbing. I feel like if it looks that bad Mm -hmm. on such a grainy, faraway video, imagine what it looks like in person. And if you look up the photo, which I could do really quick as we talk. Yeah. Uh, it is pretty bad. Let's see. Yeah. I think that c- together with the way he's putting nonsensical sentences together just really tells you a lot. He's even, yeah. Yeah. 
This is his face. So you could see oh. a hole right there, and you could see his oh my eyes God. very messed up. Wow. So just all of it, yeah. Okay, so he also gave a wrong last name for Heather, saying Kaiman. They don't know where that came from. Her last name's Kwan. So the detective might be likely thinking, I'm just trying to get in his train of thought here, jump on the train. He is thinking maybe Ryan's trying to separate himself from her, <sighs> acting like he doesn't know her because she's guilty. Okay. But just the incoherent responses continue when detect the detective pushes Ryan for more information about their relationship. How old is Heather? 16 or 17. Is she a white girl? Yeah. How did you meet Heather? I've known her since school. Okay. I don't know. You just know her from school? She used to be a business name. I don't know. She used to be do a business name? She used to be in my book named with business name. Oh, okay. She used to be in the class? Your business class? Mm-hmm. Okay, did that make sense to you? Because no. I didn't get that. No, it's getting worse. I, I like how the detective, by like, I mean, I hate it, but he, uh, how he tries to make sense of Fill it like it's normal. He's like, oh, you're just talking about she was in your business class in right. school. That's yes. fine. That's totally normal how I'm you said it. I'm going to say I walk like a duck on Tuesday and you say you went for a walk and saw a duck. Yeah. Last Tuesday. Yeah. Um, no, that's not a normal sentence. Please don't put words in my mouth that make sense when I need medical attention. Exactly. <laughs> and he says, Heather's 16 or 17. She's 21. I don't know if he knows her from school, but... If he knows her from school... I mean, even that's like a logic thing. Like, if you know them from school, 16 to 21 is pretty far in age. Right. You wouldn't normally go to school with someone in that range, uh, you know, difference of six years... You know, you're usually pretty far off from each other unless, you know, siblings or whatever. So I don't know. There's just a lot about this. I don't know anything more than the listener does with this. I don't know anything more than the detective, but I can tell you just from this right here, something's wrong with this kid. Something is not right. Right. And she used to be a business name. Just right. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. That's upsetting. So next up we have. What happened to your face? I don't know. You told the officer just a few minutes ago that someone hit you. Do you remember who hit you? Um, I don't know. I think it was Heather. Why would Heather hit you? I don't know. It was an accident. I forgot why. What was an accident? Heather's last name? No. What was an accident? Heather hitting me. What did she hit you with? Her hand and the eye. Okay. So he's trying to make sense of why he's injured. And the only logical thing, maybe Heather hit him and it was an accident. Well, we're prying. We're on the topic of Heather. So the poor kid is so confused and delusional. He's like, Heather, yeah, that's a name. I know I'm hurt. I don't know anything more than that. 
I just want I just know. this to stop. Yeah. Yeah. So he's still sitting at this point with his feet up on the chair, his knees to his chest, and his head is rested on his hand. He just seems so confused. He's like, Heather's last name? Yeah. It's he, not. That wasn't the question at all. No. We're past those questions now. Oh, it's just hard. Dang. It's about to take a twist. So here's what we have next. Did you guys have an argument? Not really, no. Not really? Uh-uh. What happened for her to hit you in the eye like that? She just hit me on accident. She was giving Christina a head. She was what? She was helping Christina with her hair or something. I don't know. Who's Christina? She's on the couch. Christina's on the couch? Okay, so now he places a Christina there. We know that's not true. There's no Christina. Christina's not a real person. He's just saying Christina was there. She was giving Heather a head. So don't know what that means. What's going on, detective? So he was helping. She was helping her with her hair or something. We have like multiple things now. It's not one slip it's of the tongue. No. It's not I misunderstood your question. It's it's he's so confused. He's just so wow. confused and not making sense and uh-uh. I don't know how this is getting by, but uh-uh. um now Christina's on the couch and yeah. he knows it's Heather, but the detective pushes Ryan for a description of Christina. I'm not going to play that clip, but just to give it real quick, he uh he asked for a last name. Ryan repeatedly says, I don't know, I really don't know, before giving in and answering brown to her hair color. The detective says, is it blonde? Which I don't understand because he just answered brown to the question. Ryan responds with, just average. He asks if Ryan knows Alicia. Ryan says no. It's his roommate. Of course he knows her, but he doesn't know anything right now. There's an Eric that the detective starts asking about. Ryan knows him, but not his last name. To be honest, I'm not sure who Eric was in the story, but it didn't seem important. I, he maybe is Alicia's boyfriend he or could something. could ask about Big Bird, and but this it's... kid would say, down the street. Yep. Yeah. This, yeah. Yeah. So he doesn't know Eric's last name. He says it's green something, and he owes him money. I, I, probably point, none of that is true. At what true. point do you stop and say, this is nonsensical? Right. Right. Wasting both of our time. Yes. And At what we're point? not getting anywhere. We, it's five yeah. o'clock in the morning. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So it's just ridiculous. Ryan claims to not have any of the phone numbers of these people mentioned, including his girlfriend, Heather. So that's odd. Mm-hmm. The detective shaking his head at all of this, pouring through the case notes to make sure he's not missing any names or where this stuff's coming from. He starts drilling Ryan about the day Heather was murdered and the events leading up to that. What happened last night? I don't know. You don't know? I really don't. I just want to go to sleep and go to sleep. Well, you remember Heather hitting you in the eye, right? I don't remember after that because I just want to lay down and try to go to sleep. I don't know what anybody was doing. I really don't. Who was in the house when you went to sleep? Christina and Heather. Christina and Heather. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. And Christina was on the couch? Heather was. Heather was on the couch. You told me Christina was on the couch just a minute ago. I don't know, man. I really don't. I really don't. You just don't know? I really don't, man. You don't want to tell me. I really don't know, man. I really don't. I just want to go and go to sleep, man. He just wants to go home and go to sleep. The poor kid is whimpering. He yeah. whimpered at the beginning of that. He just, you know, like, let out this sound that just, it's awful. Yeah. He's in, he needs help. Yeah. He needs medical attention immediately. Yeah, I agree. It's getting worse, too. It is. He's really getting agitated. Just, it's He's the emotion in, in his voice. Yeah. Uh, it's just clear he's in pain. He's getting confused. He doesn't know why he's there. He doesn't mm -hmm. know how to answer the questions. He doesn't feel good. He just wants to lay down and go to sleep. It's like, why are we not getting anywhere? Right. So here's the next one. Yep. Remember what happened to your nose? There's a big chunk out of your nose. I don't know. Someone grab you? Were you fighting with somebody? No, oh, I need to go. I need to go back to sleep, man. I'm just tired, man. That's it. Didn't even do anything. I just want to go to sleep. You remember what time this happened? Your eye? Like one? Or maybe earlier? I don't know. I don't know. Alright, so now the detective is at least noticing that there's a chunk missing out of Ryan's nose, which if Heather hit him or whatever, there's something... He's also been staring at that for like this whole time. Yeah. He's it's sitting him. as close as me and Mel are, yeah. and it's I would notice right if there. a chunk was missing out of your face. <laughs> I would hope hey. so. Hey, what happened today? Right, and I can't remember oh. my last name. And if yeah. you started saying, um, yeah. I don't know, I just saw a butterfly and it landed on me, I'd yeah. be like, wow, that doesn't make any sense to why you're missing a chunk. Let's go to the hospital. Ryan goes on to say that Alicia, his roommate, beat him up, and he doesn't remember how or why. So in the next clip, if you are in the detective's position at this point, tell me what you think. If you think he is hiding something or what, although I can't imagine at this point that would be the case because we have already established that we should be detectives and we will take his job. Thank you. Hey, Ryan. Huh? Huh? There's a dead girl in your living room. She's dead? Yes. Heather? I don't know. I want to know what happened in your house last night. The girl on the couch is dead? I don't know. If she's on the couch, she's dead. Okay, so what do you think? Did Ryan genuinely seem surprised, or how yeah. would you feel? Oh, yeah. He was like, what? I mean, eyebrows, I, yeah, again, you like, can't what? see the so facial dead? expressions too well, but, but like, you can I, hear it in his voice. You see, you yeah. hear it in his voice. I saw his eyebrows moving, his face moving. He leaned in a little bit, like, yeah. as much as he could move, he moved just a little right. bit, but right. enough to yeah. tell body language is... Mm -hmm. not something Something's you make up. up. Yeah. That definitely changed his tone. Everything about him, just his, his body reacted to that news like it hadn't known that before. Yeah, right. 
So there's only a few clips left at this point. Uh, we're going to introduce some more people to the story now. But now I think this is only three or four clips left. So here we go. Well, these people came over. Richie and his dad. With shoot and arrow, bow and darts. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. They hit me and her with those. That's it. And Heather wasn't there. And Eric wasn't there. It was just me and Heather. What was there? Oh, I mean, get this child's help. He knows exactly what happened. He's now saying it. He after- witnessed it, and he's telling you. And I mean, I get that, like, the detective doesn't know, right? But, like, ah, oh, this is infuriating to it's watch. It's so frustrating. Yeah, and he's saying Heather wasn't there. Heather was there. Right, like, yeah. It's, it's just... But, yeah, he just shared, like, that other people were there. And um, and it's not making any sense. But if you know what happened, you know that, like, we need this information, what he's saying. We need him to feel better. You know, we need him to be able to, like, report... Because he was not supposed to live. Right. Yeah. So Richie and his dad were getting this piece of information. Ryan is trying so hard. You can tell. Like, he's just, he wants to remember as much as the detective wants him to remember because he doesn't want to be there. He knows he didn't do it. So I think his brain kicked in, too, in that it, like, when he was told Heather was killed, I think his brain it was even more motivated to try to remember. Like, you can tell. He's, yep. like, trying harder. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't say, I want to go to sleep, but he's trying to be helpful. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very telling, too. That now you just told this kid someone he loves is dead. It's, like, something in your body, like, kind of perks back up and, like, wants to be helpful. Right. Or and so Your that, brain just starts filling in those things right. that yeah. you... Yeah, what you know or what it's tr- is trying to do it, at least. Yeah. Yeah trying so hard here is the next one you and heather were there and then what happened and that's it richie and his dad tried to break in to the back richie and dad his dad mm-hmm. who's richie i don't know well you obviously know him you know his name by he richie. used to live there was he a roommate of yours he used to be and they they hit you and they hit you? Yeah. Now it's Richie that hit you, not Heather? No, Richie and his dad. Richie and his dad. They hit you? Yes. Why? Because they're trying to get their stuff. I don't know why. And they had some kind of bow and arrows? Mm-hmm. They each had two revolvers and they didn't let off any shells. Okay, you just said they had bow and arrows. Now they have revolvers? That's what I meant. They have revolvers. They have revolvers? Yes. And then what happened? Okay, it's like Ryan is getting so frustrated and the detective is annoyed at him because he misspoke about the bow and arrows versus revolvers. But now, I mean, he is like, he's shouting when he remembers something. It's like, yeah. He says it so fast. He's like, I don't know. They had revolvers or yeah. like just like to get it. Back it it like just comes back it to comes him. comes back in these little blips. Right. Know. Yep. So the next one is the longest, but it needs to 
play the whole clip. It's like four minutes. It's the most important one, though. So okay. bear with us. But I mean, Good thing it's I interesting. Good brought my popcorn. Yeah. Popcorn and beer. <laughs> Here we go. And then they shot us with those. They shot both of you? Yeah. Where'd they shoot you at? I got shot in the eye. You got shot in the eye? I think so. With a revolver? I think. I don't know, man. I don't know. Then what happened? I don't know. You don't know a lot, Ryan. I don't, man. I really don't. Did you shoot Heather? Mm-mm. I heard you have a lot of guns in your house. Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. Well, you know we're going to look. Mm-hmm. Ryan, why don't you tell me what really happened there? Because I don't believe... I really don't know, man. I really don't. I don't know. I can tell you anything, I swear. Well, I want you to tell me the truth. That's all I want Richie and his dad came there. And I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why, but they put me in sleeping hold, and like they put me in sleeping hold with the arrows and shit. Like I lived through the sh that crap. Okay, they they put you in a sleeping hold. Yeah. What is that? I don't know. I don't know. I what, really what don't. I don't know, man. You're telling me they put you in a sleeping hold. What is a sleeping hold? I don't know. Well, explain it. And you're, you're doing it, and it's coming out of your mouth. Explain that to me. What's a sleeping hole? I really don't know, man. I really don't. I really don't know. Okay. You're telling me... You're, you're all over the board here, number one. You're saying bows and arrows, you're saying revolvers, and you're saying some other thing, and they, you're saying they shot you in the eye. Okay. They shot you with a revolver in your eye. Yes. And that's Is it. Is it a BB gun? No, it was a real gun, man. It was just a if revolver. They shot you in the eye with a revolver. You wouldn't be talking to me right now. How do you know? It was most likely you'd be dead. That's what I thought too, man. I really don't know. Okay. I really don't know, and I just want to go back to sleep and try to go back to bed. You're not going back to bed, okay? That's not going to happen. All right, but what happened, man? What do I got to do? Just tell me what I got to do. I get your feet off my chair, is number one. Number two, what happened to Heather? I don't know, man. I really don't You're know. You're now saying Richie and his dad shot Heather. Mm -hmm. Is that true? Yes. And they shot her with a revolver? Yes. And did not use any gun. They came with those guns. Mm -mm. And they came through the where? They were breaking through in? Through the back. Through the back? By your door or is there another door? Through the back door. Through the back door? Is that off the kitchen? Mm-hmm. And why would they come on Christmas Day? I don't know. I really don't know. really don't know. Did, did they break in or did you let them in? I let them in. And then what happened? And they started shooting up the house. With the gun? Mm-hmm. Okay, and then what happened? That's it. What happened to Heather? Heather got shot. Where did she get shot? 
Inside the face once. She got shot inside of the face? Mm-hmm. How close, how close were you to her when she got shot in the face? It was after I got shot, so I didn't even hear anything. So you got shot first? Uh-huh. And what happened? Did you fall to the ground? Yeah, I was trying to get up and sh and I couldn't. I don't okay. know. And then she got shot? Mm-hmm. And what, why, what, what did you do? Nothing. Did you call 911? Uh-uh. Did you see if she was alive? She was sleeping still, and that's it. I just let her sleep. She got shot in the side of the face, and you let her sleep? Yes. This does not make sense, Ryan. I know. I didn't mean to, man. I'm sorry. I didn't know she was passing out. That's because I got shot wrong once, too, and I was going to pass out. Okay, this is now, not before. I don't know. You're saying right now you've been shot? Yes. In the eye? Yes. With the revolver? Yes. All right. Okay, that was a long one, but that was a lot happening. Um, uh, the saddest part to me is I just let her sleep, and then he's apologizing. He's like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. That is yeah. so sad. Yeah, this is super sad. And then just saying, I got shot wrong once, too. I just yeah. wanted to pass out, too. I thought she wanted to pass out or something. Uh, yeah. It's just... It, I mean, it goes to tell you that, like, obviously they didn't kill him right when they shot him. And so he knew something had happened to her, which is so heartbreaking. And, like, the fact that he was so unable to help her uh -huh. is even more, like, just heartbreaking. Because... Mm -hmm. Of course, he would want to help her. Right. I mean, he mm. just hears it going on. He's trying to get that, up. Like, he's he couldn't. In, okay. All all that to say, like, they found him in the house. Like, yeah. if he shot her and she's dead in the house, wouldn't he do something about that? Wouldn't he come up with a better story? Like, go to or his parents' run, house? Or bury her? Or, you know, we, right. we cover a lot of pretty terrible people. We've heard a lot of horrible stories. None of them just, like hang out in the house and like wander around and sleep take naps i'm like no sorry none of this is jiving this poor child is, i keep calling him a child because he's he looks so he looks so small defenseless in this in this video his just his body is curled up he's in pain it's just heartbreaking mm -hmm. yeah so it occurred to me watching that video that i believe it did happen on christmas because the detective for he did say it happened. Why would these people come on Christmas Day? He, of course, he doesn't know. Um, and then it is the 26th at about 5 o'clock in the morning. So I right. I think he wasn't wandering for that long. But it has been, long you know, like a full day at least of him at the house being missing. Not answering the door because his parents knocked on the door. So he yeah. must, he was there at the time. He just was sleeping or he didn't know to answer a door knock or why why would the i don't I'm, i have a lot of questions about like the parents like allowing them to just take i guess you can't really do much but like wouldn't they have called for help i mean he has an obvious injury i guess it's just i, I mean, heard the parents didn't they weren't allowed to get him help really? i think they wanted That's to but disturbing. i heard they weren't allowed yeah. i don't know i mean i don't know and i just feel like I guess in some ways, okay, I can see why – I definitely I definitely actually see why the detective says, was it a BB gun? Because the 
injury on his face is so it's not like a shotgun like a shotgun's gonna bl- graphic here it's gonna really disintegrate Take off your it's face. got a lot of pellets like it's just it's just there to destroy face off but like if it's one single bullet yeah it could do that it could make a little hole entry exit you know or yeah. it could just be lodged in there but i guess what the detective's looking for is like a ton of blood yeah and maybe the way it entered i mean i think the face does have a lot of blood in certain areas but perhaps it didn't it just entered the right quote unquote or really wrong way. It's just like he's not covered in a ton of blood, but I mean, his eye is messed up really right. bad. It's, yeah, it's mm. looking gross. So okay. it goes on um, to say the detective's getting frustrated with Ryan, says he needs to start telling the truth. Ryan cries out, I'm trying, ask me anything, as he again rests his head on the table. He kept trying to get up, move around in those clips, like he's chained to the table. So he's just trying to find a way to get comfortable. He clearly can't, though. He's in pain. So Brian stands up, still uncomfortable. The detective tells him to sit down. He puts his bare feet on the table. On The table. The detective asks him to remove his feet. Ryan says his feet hurt. He doesn't know why. Here's the last clip. The detective, in the previous one, it seems like he was kind of trying to figure out Ryan's story, like if it held any weight and he's kind of like going with it now, but this is where the detective finally grows concerned with his wacky answers and erratic behavior. Let me see your nose. Put your, put, your legs, put your legs down. Put your legs down. Bring your face closer. Oh, my head hurts. Be right back. Wow. Okay. I, I screwed BRB. up. Sorry. Sorry. Um, that was the... Ooh. That was a serious BRB. That was... Be right back. I hope I don't get fired. Yep. I'm an asshole. Yep. It was a very abrupt exit after checking out his wounds. Finally. Lean closer. Let me see. Two feet, sir. All you had to do was lean in two feet. Take a look when he first comes hole in. hole in his nose. God. Don't understand. Ryan immediately, like the second the detective leaves, he lays his head on the table. He's like, oh, I his am. His head just, hurts. His he head, said, hurts. My head hurts. Yeah. You have a bullet in it. Gosh. Poor kid. Good so grief. the guy comes back in, the detective, and says, Come, someone's coming to check him out and get him to a hospital. Now he's showing concern. He's done a total flip. And um, Ryan's confused about why he has to go to a hospital. He's saying, Why? He said, but if you saw yourself, you wouldn't be asking that, basically. Oh. Oh, you didn't just see him? Cool. Have you not been looking at him? Are you staring at him? Are you staring like interrogated him? Interrogating him. Like Is that an interrogation tactic where you just stare at the wall behind somebody and never make eye contact? Mm, Maybe. I think eye contact is supposed to intimidate. So you should be staring right at his swollen eye. Connection, intimidation. Yeah. God. So they finally, the fire department comes in and they just are so nonchalant about it. Like nobody's really like, oh my God, let's get you attention. So sorry. Nobody apologizes. They're just like, hey man, your ride's here. The ambulance. Like, hey, you're leaving. He's like, "What? where am I going? What's happening? Still so confused. The fire department comes. He goes to the hospital. 
a full six hours after finding him in the house from the time he was sitting in the back of a police car to being photographed to being interrogated. It was six hours. Mm. So he was finally taken to the hospital, immediately put in intensive care and critical condition. Wow. He was in the hospital for 35 days. Oh, my gosh. In the end, he lost part of his brain, which caused intense seizures, and he lost both eyes. Oh. So he had to move back in with his parents, being blind, having brain damage. He needed help. The seizures sadly eventually claimed his life in 2017 as a direct result of the gunshot. I'm pissed. He died because of it. He sat there getting drilled, and who knows? I bet if they got him immediate attention. it's a, The <sighs> human a body is wild. I mean, the fact that he could answer all those questions and talk all the way through that is, For that long, is incredible. Right. I mean, he wasn't disruptive. He followed directions. He was, you know, I mean, he listened to the cops. Like, get your feet off my, de- my chair, man. Yeah. And he did it. And, oh, that's heartbreaking. It's so sad. And if you were his parents, man. Oh, my gosh. I would just lose it. Yeah. So. I put a dirty pair of flip-flops in his mailbox for the rest of my life. Yeah. Just dirty God. shoe smells. <laughs> dirty wish, shoe that's smells. That's what I wish on that guy. Every single time you get your mail, every it's just day, dirty shoes. Just wake up, just dirty shoe aroma. That's a new, a new thing I want to use on people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who is going to be my first victim, but it's the evilest thing I could think of for detectives. Lily shoes. Oh my god, she doesn't <laughs> Lily wear shoes in the mail every day. She doesn't wear socks, and I tell her Ooh, you need to wear socks. Gotta wear them socks. Girl. They're stinky, or do a lot of washing. Those are good ones. Ooh, yeah, that's <laughs> a good. Uh, <laughs> good bait that I'm going to throw out there. (laughs) So Ryan and Richie had been roommates in the past. That part was true. They had a rocky relationship. Their conflicts were known to last a while, sometimes turn physical. It's rumored Richie made a pass at Heather, which naturally offended Ryan. None of that's confirmed, but it's just people, sources talking about their relationship. So they're saying maybe that that's what happened. They didn't get along. I don't know. So uh, I, I believe eventually Ryan asked Richie to move out because of the conflict. And that's okay. when Heather moved in. So whatever the case, Richie and his dad showed up to Richie's old apartment to get revenge. Could have been to get stuff. And then when Ryan wasn't going to let him in, maybe they just lost it. So who knows, but they're bags of shit. Yeah. That's human garbage right there. Mm -hmm. So Richie was convicted of burglary, aggravated assault, theft, and first-degree murder. Eventually, the robbery charge was acquitted. The other charges remain. He received a life sentence. Consecutive life sentences, actually. I'm not sure how many. just said consecutive. The case against Larry was dismissed. The dad? The dad. Wow. However... Heather's parents fought for the law, and they won. We now have Heather's law because of her parents, which amended the marital privilege statute to compel a defendant's spouse to testify by... This is hard. Hold on, guys. 
This is not in layman's terms. This is law. So, <laughs> and I don't know how to break it down because I don't fully understand put it. Put your but lawyer go, hats on. Go Heather's parents. People. Put your lawyer hats on. Stop. Put the beer down <laughs> as I pick up my beer. <laughs> it's because we're almost done here. So we have Heather's law because of her parents, which amended the marital privilege I can't say privilege. Pri- privilege. You just did it. Good no, job. I said privilege. Well, you did, but then you <laughs> recovered. You recovered well. Privilege statute to compel a defendant spouse to testify by providing an exception to the privilege if one spouse voluntarily provides police with information about the spouse's involvement in a serious crime. So, so originally, Larry's wife. wife was not testifying, oh, and this girl, law changed. Get back on that stand, Larry's wife. Listen, get on that stand, girl. And they made the law retroactive, so mm. it went back. And Larry, they got him. So he was convicted of the same charges, and he's in there for life, Sorry. rotten away. Sorry, ladies, no peen, and gentlemen, no peen is worth. No. Let no. That, letting that fool off. No. 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 Move on. Cut your losses. No. He's There's a bag of more shit. Peen out there, there are people that are not bags of shit. Correct. That have peens. That you can, <laughs> peens. That you can get. A lot with. of peen in the sea. Just <laughs> <laughs> floating around. Oh, this took a turn. <laughs> we haven't even chinked beers yet. <laughs> I know. Now we could chink now. Okay. Let's chink now. All right. Well. What a story. Um, mm-hmm. First, what multiple beers are you drinking? Uh, you, I, you say that one. I did. Okay. One. I, <laughs> I have had Mel's beer, but I'm also drinking during that uh, four-minute clip. I got up to get myself a Shipyard Florida Brewed Blood Orange Belgian style. It's very good. When you it pour good? it, you could smell the Ooh. orange. It's nice. very citrusy. Um, it said subtle hints of orange and coriander. I definitely taste that. Nice. I like it. I like a good wheat. So it pairs well with, I like this, the sun, campfires, bird watching, or kites. True crime? Uh, true crime. Yeah, let's, let's draw we'll write it in, thing on in there. Sharpie. True crime. Yeah. <laughs> Sharpie the can. Hey, shipyard, we have a suggestion. <laughs> well, while you were getting another beer, I was stuffing my face with popcorn. And, Soak it up. <laughs> and still finishing my first beer, which is the Allagash White. It's a Belgian-style wheat beer uh, with coriander and orange peel. Wow, I really was on a theme here. You were. This one is um, from Maine, Portland, Maine. Someone, um, I tried this before I went to Maine, and then um, that's a lie. I actually tried this when I went to Maine <laughs> wow. for work. Lying. And um, and it's delicious. Um, it's it's just such a good, light, citrusy beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and Maine is gorgeous, so... I've never been to Maine. You it's on my go. list. I am yeah. from Connecticut, and I've never been to Maine. What the heck? It's I don't right know there. how. It's right around the corner. You would think. I've I've done a lot of. <laughs> I was gonna say I've done a lot of time. <laughs> I've done a lot what? of time in Massachusetts, <laughs> Rhode Island, <laughs> New York. Okay. <laughs> Pennsylvania. <laughs> You're a little rough around the edges, but I didn't know you've done time before. We got to talk about that. That got very loud. I was like, I've done time. <laughs> Never, I've never done time, guys. Oh, sorry to disappoint. Um, so this case uh-huh. is so sad. I'm, I really feel sad. 
I know. I, I didn't know how to, like, me saying it wasn't enough. I needed all those clips to just show the emotion in Ryan's voice and just the persistence of the detective yeah. not listening to what he's trying to say. I'm glad I don't watch more interrogations because I don't think I would be a very, I would not be a very good interrogator. No. I would like, I'm too empathetic. Mm-hmm. I would say, um, they'd say, oh, this, this, um, this uh, handcuff is hurting my wrist. I'm like, can we get some help for that? <laughs> someone <laughs> they'd be like no that is what they're supposed to do <laughs> sit back no. down and answer your, ask your questions but listen we have enough i feel like i'm a full good, good judge of character where yeah. if somebody rolls in i've watched signs of a psychopath if, on Ooh. id if you haven't seen that Ooh. those people yeah if they rolled into my interrogation room no I don't. Too cool for school. I don't. Like, yeah. Can you tell? Just, oh my God, the stuff they say. They're well, just like. Well, the narcissist out there. I mean, yeah. not all of them are, you know, murderers. So if you are one, sorry. A narcissist you're apologizing to? Yeah. They would oh, love See, that, that is That's too- how you get more followers. <laughs> hey, narcissist. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> Narcissists need love too. Now they're going to be bragging that we're talking about them. Well, there you go. To everybody. And they could buy a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Say, hey. We heart narcissists. Please don't kill anyone. <laughs> we heart narcissists. Just keep the killing to like a level zero yes correct <laughs> T- zero. tone it down <laughs> death count zero narcissist one. Oh, this God. okay so anyway yeah i just i feel like so i guess the detective everyone kept their jobs right yeah everyone, so the so. parents uh brought a lawsuit against the police department but it was dismissed yeah, like was, like we well, always see yeah i don't know if the guy kept his job i i think he might have but uh, like if they if they brought a lawsuit and it was dismissed, like there probably wasn't the evidence of, of it wrongdoing. all. The guilt of it all. That's I can't crazy. imagine the guilt. Uh huh. Oh, it makes my stomach hurt. I know it really does. Well, it's probably the popcorn, but yeah, because <laughs> mine mine's the chips. But yeah, possibly, possibly. Also, looking at Ryan's face. Yeah, yeah. It's just crazy. I do. Okay, the only I think silver lining, because you know I love those about yeah, this. We have to end on a silver lining. Yeah, I think is the fact that Ryan survived mm-hmm. for a little while, and he was able to name the killers. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows if there was enough evidence there. We don't know, right? But he was able to tell them who did it mm-hmm. in his own special way, and they caught him and they're convicted. Yeah. And those are true pieces of garbage. Yes. I mean, absolute garbage. Yes. To do that, to literally walk in. On Christmas. On what is wrong with you? I mean, you? just any day, who but like- you? Yeah. Jeez. Uh, it's a father-son. Like, let's Generational a- terrorists, uh, like, horrible people. Oh. Anyway. Disgusting. I'm so glad they're locked up. I'm so glad his wife is had to testify. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm glad Ryan got help. I'm glad his parents got a couple more, like, a year with him more. Yeah. Because, I mean, I feel like from a parent's perspective, like, any moment any time, Even though he had probably he had not problems. much quality of life. Yeah. I think any, like, they had a little more time with the, with the kid. And mm-hmm. as sad as that is, I feel like any parent would be, like, any second longer is enough, you know, where, like, Heather's family didn't get that. 
Yeah. And um, golly, this is sad. Mm-hmm. I'm going to cry in this beautiful beer. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I feel like I could too. It is so sad. Yeah. Well, but, rest in peace, Ryan and Heather. And um, yeah. um, thank you for sharing this story. I think it's like, I don't know what you can learn from this. Maybe more compassion to compassion people to that everything. have bullet holes in their face. Yeah. Maybe start check there. out wounds. Yeah. Let's just do a, a once over. How I about like, handcuffs work in, in hospitals? Yeah. So we could just like arrest him in the hospital yeah. and bring him in to Cuff check him to injuries. The bed. I've right? seen that on shows. Yeah, me too. Right. I think it's so legit. And that's post somebody outside away. of his room. Yeah. Yeah. Handcuffs in hospitals and give people medical attention. Yeah. Let's start there. Start there. And I feel like it's also a silver lining that Heather's Law is now in effect because That's that right. helps yes, people. It does like, help people. Get convicted. I just want to say um, for the victims' families or the people who have gone through these horrible experiences in their families who have the energy to pursue any kind of like legislative change oh my gosh I'm, i wouldn't be able to do that no i, I don't mean think i could i don't know if i could I, I just get tired two days straight of like staying up till 11 p.m so i can't imagine that on top of like an immense horrible grief like the emotional toll, the emotional yeah. toll that you're going through so it doesn't mean that I feel like then, like, every victim's family feels like they have to do that. You don't. Like, these people feel motivated that they can actually make a change in other people's lives. And I think that's how you move on. Right. Right? That's and how some you people leave a just, legacy for Heather. Yeah. Some people, she, yeah. it's just every day is a win if you're getting up and getting out of bed. Hell yeah. That's also a win. Hell you're yeah. You're doing good. Oh, you brush your teeth. You got up. That's a win for sure. That's more than yeah. I do most days. Oh, girl. Just kidding. Don't smell my breath. That's why I drink beer. It. We're sitting a good four it. feet away. Germs. <laughs> wow, it smells like popcorn and beer. <laughs> it's lovely. But good on their her family. So, mm-hmm. yeah, two, two silver linings in this tragic event. And um, we'll tell you more terrible tales next time. Yeah. Cheers. Always a good time. Cheers. Dark in the room, folks. Yes. Bye, friends. Bye.